0: John chapter 16, I want to talk about being victory-minded. I want to talk about being victory-minded. And you would say, I know what you're going to preach. It's an old message. It's the theme of everything around here. Well, I've never preached this because I've never known this. What I'm going to tell you this morning, it's brand new, and you'll like it, and you'll put it on. Praise God. John chapter 16, now this is an old verse, old in that we... We look to it often in uh, verse 33. The Lord Jesus is speaking. He said, These things I have spoken unto you. So you have to look up in verse 32 and before to find out what these things are. Well, he's talking about uh, 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 peace and that he's going to leave them, and uh, but he's going to send the comforter. And he said, So these things I have spoken unto you That in me ye might have peace, which is also the word for prosperity, that ye might have well-being. These things I have spoken to you. So that's why we have to read our Bible, isn't it? That's why we have to listen to the word, because we need him to speak to us about the peace that we need. You can't wait until you're out of peace to say, God, I'm looking for it, because you'll have a wreck. I was next to somebody yesterday. You know, she's driving slow. She's driving in my lane. She's driving in the ditch lane. And I look down and she's, up. you know, she's giving it this. And I just, I just need a weapon of some kind. I just need something, but I'm just, I'm just, I can't honk at her because the people in front of me and I can't make a gesture because that's naughty. I mean, not that kind of, I would never do that just, but I mean, just like, you know, the gesture of what's the road. And I'm just like, you can't wait till you get there. To get your peace, you gotta have it all the time. You'll make a mistake, you'll have an accident, you'll you'll mess up. The devil will slip in if you say, I'm gonna wait until I'm at wit's end and I'm gonna call on God for peace. He didn't say that that the goal in our life was to have peace. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. He said, These things I've spoken unto you that in in me, in me, in me, in me, only in him. It's not a beautiful sunset. It's not a great uh, uh, the beach scene. It's not trees and a vista of the purple mountain's majesty. It's in him that ye, that ye may have peace. Then he, he says, because he gives the reason, in the world ye shall, the Lord Jesus is emphatic, ye shall have tribulation. There's pressure. There's pressure in the world. It's In these four walls this morning, there's no pressure. Unless you just go there in your mind, and I'm endeavoring to get you off of that, you are safe here. But as soon as we step out of here, it's tribulation. But he says, be of good cheer. Let's point to ourselves and say it. Hey, you. Be of good cheer. He's got this. Amen. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The word there is, I've conquered the world. I've conquered it. I've subjugated. I've dealt with it. It is all done. It's finished. There's nothing left to be done except just walk in and administrate my victory. Administrate my victory. You don't have to fight the devil. He is toast. He's done. He's finished. Just administrate the atmosphere, the kingdom that has come from the victory. So here Jesus gives us the answer to trouble. You got troubles? Well, you're in the world. You got an answer? His name is Jesus, and he has fixed it all. Let's say that together. He has fixed it all. You hadn't met a trouble, you hadn't met a problem, you hadn't got a challenge, you hadn't got a situation. I certainly don't, that he, had no, that he didn't on the cross... This is so supernatural. Look ahead to this day in your life and say, I'll take care of that right now. Specifically and personally and uniquely said, I'll take care of this right now. I'll sell that house. I'll I'll pay those bills. I'll get that job. I'll take care of that right now. Nothing excluded. Nothing saying, you know, this is a long list, Lord, for millenniums and for 7 billion people. He took care of it. So here's the answer to trouble. His name is Jesus. And you have no other answer, and you can look, and you can shortcut it, and you can waste your life. We all have. But he's the answer. But now in John 10, 10, you're right there, slip back five pages. If that's not enough, go six. Praise God. It says, he said here, he said, he said in the thief, the thief. We know the thief, the embezzler. The thief cometh not but for... He just comes for three reasons. He has no other agenda. To steal, to kill, and destroy. But look what the Lord said. He's the answer here. He says, I have come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. Now, the Lord didn't come to give peace, but when you got born again, peace came in. He is the Prince of Peace, and He brought you peace. So we're not looking for peace. You know, when you do yoga and meditation and all those uh, naughty things, you know, you're looking to get something or go somewhere or escape something, and you put it on, and you enter in, and you evoke things, and you get an atmosphere, and you contort yourself, and you hurt yourself, and all these things to get to some sort of level of of, uh, nirvana or whatever it is. But I'm telling you, we're, we're already there. I don't have to bend anything. I don't have to sit on a little flimsy mat. I don't have to get into tights. Aren't y'all glad I don't have to get into tights? <laughs> that's, a scary, that's a scary thought right there. I'm, I'm kind of freaked out myself just thinking about me in tights. I <laughs> <laughs> about lost it right there. But he's in. He's already in us. He's already here. And so it's done. He said, I have come. Listen, this is what he said. I have come and given you life that dominates life, that conquers life, that overcomes life. I have come with a life that deals with life. So if you're dealing with a lesser life, we got to put on the life, the resurrection life, the quickened life, the victorious life, the life that has never, never failed and never been defeated. I know this is old news. I know I'm, you know, this is choir stuff, but I'm going somewhere with it because we got to fix this in. Common problems and situations have simple answers. It's not a complicated thing where you have to look it up and you have to work it out and you have to get your, it's easy, Jesus. It's easy, faith. I just believe what the word says. And, I, so, and when you do, you can go there. And I want to tell you, Life, and I've learned a little bit about life, life is not satisfying in the status quo. That's what people are looking for. That's how they're dealing with their life. Just keep it simple, keep it real, no bumps, don't rock the boat, don't you know just and they think they think that life will be satisfying if they can avoid trouble. Jesus said, you can't avoid trouble. Is that what he said? In the world you're go- if you're breathing you got trouble coming, but people, their whole quest is to avoid controversy, conflict, disruption, everything. Just keep it down here on this level, but it does not satisfy. Do you all know any happy people that are so passive and so milk toast and so uh, reticent so that, and they're happy? They're very fearful, actually, because they're spending all their energy trying to keep this level, and it's work. It's work to stay out of conflict. So when somebody comes and accuses them, they won't push back. They just take it because they want this peace. But there's no peace in that. It eats them up the next day. It's just like, oh, I, you know, they, they said this, and what did they mean, and what could this do, and everything. They're not at peace because they didn't say, that's a lie, and I'm not taking it. That's a lie. I'm not, You're. that's, and you got to, sometimes you got to rise up and end it you got to stand up for truth cuz only truth will be the uh will will be the end of that. So, um, here's what i came up with. S- worth inside. To be worth something inside, to to be able to, deal, to to be able to be happy with yourself. That's you're not you're not wrestling with somebody else. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle with our self-worth, with our with our own uh well-being who we are in Him, what He's made us, dealing with guilt and shame and and weakness and and failure. We deal with with applying the promises to that. Is that right? That's that's our whole battle is to, to be who He made us so then we can do what He said that would do and to have what He said we could have. We deal with who I am in Christ. If that's ever settled, it's all settled. You're not dealing with a landlord or a boss or a, 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 a uh, uh, an unruly child or a you know. You're not dealing with any of that. You're dealing with who you are in Him. That's it. That's the whole problem. You go how does that fix it? Because when you know who you are in Him, you can speak to the mountain, you can deal with the devil, you can have a you can keep your mouth shut. You don't have to defend yourself. Or, uh, or you can shut you can shut something down, however the situation demands you, and you can be at peace after. You can choose somebody out righteously, <laughs> stand up for truth, and walk away and feel good. Go eat ice cream. Isn't that a great idea? I found I took home that ice cream that we had from a long time ago. It was in the freezer here, getting it was just about this much in it. It was uh, what was it, it was from uh, it was from the ice cream fellowship. I was in there one day, and I said, "You know, nobody else is going to take this used thing home." I took it home, and I made three runs on that little half a cart. It was awesome. I'm just, I'm just telling all here lately. I just tell all. Debbie's not there saying, "Shut it down." And so, uh, I've won the ice cream battle. Hallelujah! I'm not against it. Um so you, you just deal with there's no guilt there's no shame in him if you if you messed up it doesn't mean there's no shame or guilt it means you've got to repent you got to get that off of you you got if, if you messed up if you if you sinned or if you 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 messed up you don't walk around with guilt you repent and get free and if you didn't sin it was but there was a conflict, then you just stand in your righteousness you just stand in your who you are in Him. But back to this. Living defensively is a very hard life. Living defensively, where you're trying to just keep the boat settled and not rock the boat, that's a, it's a very hard life. You're spending great energies and great mind and emotional energy trying to keep everything just, you know, I won't say anything, you, you know, and I'm going to avoid them and I'm not going to go there and I'm going to do. It's a lot of work to placate people and to keep yourself. But I tell you, living in faith is very easy. I need two amens right there. Living by faith is easy because you because to live by faith, you've got to know who you are. I can speak to the devil or whoever the devil is using against me and I can shut that down. Now, it's conflict. It's con- it's you got to come into uh somebody's atmosphere and you got to deal with truth and deal with lies and and stand up. But when it's over and you've done your part, you're good. Come on, church. It's not I'm I'm not saying let's go to war. I'm just saying let's win. Victory is what pleases heaven. I just let my message out. Victory not peace. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace. Y'all read that passage. He said, but I've come to divide. Truth divides. Truth breaks open. Truth, you you got to get off the fence and get on this or get on that, but truth divides. And, and so we have to We have to win. And being on the fence is a miserable place and a station life. And I'll tell you, the people that you run into, even Christians that are hard to get along with, it's because they can't deal with truth and they're on the fence, and so they're living defensively. They're they're afraid this is gonna say something somebody's gonna say to them about this, and they're afraid this is gonna say something to them about that, and they're just always hung in controversy that never goes away. I'm telling the truth this morning. Living a truthful life, and I'll tell you that's something, let me just bring her up one more time. One thing about Debbie is that she was decisive. She just cut to it and didn't really care. Didn't Pastor Eric uh, do a good job in describing her? I mean, he just, they both did. It was just marvelous. I'm just so pleased. So, so let's go to First John, and I'm, I'm about to wind it up. Look up that word about. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your name. Look what it says in verse 4 and 5. We're going to read it together because this is truth. And if you'll embrace truth, you'll always win and you'll have a happy life. It says in verse 4, let's read it together. Ready, read. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So it's talking about here, what pleases heaven, what makes you and me happy is winning. You are never going to... I don't care how people say it. I don't have to win. I can always be this. It's a lie. It's not true. It's It's not in you not to win. It doesn't mean that you have to crow about it and be the big dog and have to get the award in front of everybody. We're not talking about that. We're talking about inside you're settled that in him my faith worked and I'm I won. Sometimes it means you gotta take, you gotta someone slaps you, you gotta turn the other cheek. Someone takes your cloak, you gotta give them your coat. But even in that, by pleasing the Lord and obeying the word, you win. Because you may have a temper. You may have a righteous thing that says, You're not going to treat me that way. And when you pacify that or put that down and put it in faith, you win. And winning is what makes you and I happy and pleases heaven. Jesus went to the cross for you and I to share his victory, which means to win in a life of tribulation, to have peace when the whole city's burning down. To have a have a calmness when your family's just tearing up around you. When your money is in the tube, it's just it's like, where are we going to eat next week? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And the peace that passes understanding comes on you. You win, waiting on God. Just like God will provide. You know, that's what God told, uh, that's what Abraham said when Isaac said, Father, here's the wood and here's the fire, but where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God will provide. Great faith statement. You ought to put it on. You ought to put it on your mirror and get it in your heart. God will provide. And because he said that, the ram showed up in the bush and his son was spared. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So so here's the key, verse 5 says, and who is... And who is, he, who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Well, we're all Christians. We all believe, but it's what kind of believing? There's a, there's a surface believing, and then there's an unflinching, unhesitating, unswerving, fully persuaded, conviction to the core believing. There's different kinds of believing. There's, and how do, you, how do you find out how much you believe? Crisis. Will the level of crisis that it takes you to flinch is the level of believing that you have. If if you're you're, if you're a two-income family and you both lose your job, that may send you into crisis, or you may just say, "Honey, God will provide," and she'll say, "That's right, God will provide." You got to get the victory. Who is he that gets the victory? He that believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. This is turning out amazing. you just got to get there before the trouble comes that you're not going to flinch in the trouble, which means you got to believe like you're in crisis when there's no crisis. You've got to study and meditate like you're not in crisis. I mean, like you are in crisis, excuse me. Like we got to have some answers, but I know this for true. You can't... You can't do anything about your faith level when you're in crisis except hold on to it and shore it up and, and anchor to it. But you're not going to add a lot of faith to your, your life. You'll discover it and you'll, you'll dig down and find what's already there. But you're not going to make a lot of progress when, when the city's burning down around you. You've got to do it before, don't you? You've got to pay your insurance premium before they ran into you. So... Most Christians avoid tribulation, they avoid trouble, but it's not scriptural. It's not scriptural to avoid trouble. Now, I'm not looking for trouble, but you can't, you just pay no attention. Trouble's everywhere. Say it with me Trouble is everywhere, and it's not scriptural to avoid trouble. Turn with me to James chapter 1. Now, I'm not bringing you bad news. I'm telling you that, that God is so pleased with you and I living in victory, always having the victory, that he has put in his word and, and equipped Holy Spirit in you to always win. Doesn't the word says, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Always. Always cause it, always, not not a special thing that you're in or a unique situation that you've got or something that's so impossible that even impossible is better. Always causes us to triumph. Where is it? In Romans it says that, uh, Yea, ye are more than conquerors through him who loved you. More than conquerors. I don't know all that that means. It just means at least you're a conqueror. If you're more than a conqueror, and conquering is just going to get it. And we've got to put on this mindset that I cannot be happy inside. And isn't that what we all want? This side of heaven is to be happy inside. Please, God, you're not going to be happy until you win. It says in James chapter 1, look at this. this I know you know this verse, but I just thought it was uh, worth bringing up. It says, uh, verse 2, my brethren... Count it all joy. I looked up the word. It means exceeding great joy. It's that ecstasy. It's that hilarity. It's that unquenchable flow of joy. Count it all joy when ye fall. The word literally means you're surrounded. Uh, means absolutely surrounded. When you are surrounded with various temptations. And the word temptations there means provings or trials. So that sounds like trouble to me. He said, count it exceeding joy. Just get down with your happy self when trouble comes. Because trouble's everywhere, and it's got your name. I can tell you what I've been through, what you've been through. And you wouldn't say this about everybody, but I'm telling you, when you stand on the Word, when you stand for healing, when you stand for the victory, you're going to get some pushback from the devil. Now we're not saying the devil's got something that you know that's special here, but I can tell you he has launched more than a low-level devil at you and me. You go well, you know we need to get into a church that you know doesn't doesn't attract all this stuff. Well, yeah, you won't get attracted, but you won't have it. You won't have the victory. You'll just die naturally, and you'll just you know you'll just fade off naturally. You won't have any. We'll look at your stone out the cemetery and say it'll say born and died. Didn't do much in between. (laughs) I mean, heavenlies, you know, we got to have some markings here. We got to have, like, fought the good fight of faith. We got to have some thing that says, having done all to stand, we just stood there for. We just stood there for. Arrows by the left and 10,000 at my right hand. No weapon formed could prosper. You got to have that. Listen, you're not going to do anything with your life being passive and being defensive just hoping we can stay out of trouble, just trying to run under the radar. Bless God, throw up something that gets every radar in hell on you, and then just bust them open. It says, uh, I'm going on here, it says, uh, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. That means endurance. It means Perseverance. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Say that with me, wanting nothing, a better, wanting nothing. Now that's a satisfied life. You want to be happy, a happy Christian? You want to have a satisfied life? You got to not get upset when troubles come. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? This is just what I thought would happen. This is just what I, the thing I feared most has come upon me. And what are we going to do? And oh, woe is me. And, and it's going to take all of our savings. Oh, we don't have any savings. Well, it's going to take all my kinfolk savings. Oh, I don't have any kinfolk savings. And you can just dig yourself down. It's like, come on. Nothing shall be impossible to him who believes. Come on. Let's, what, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything you we got to we got to put you're not you and i are not worth anything until you've got a testimony of the impossible being made possible you got to feed 5000 men and their wives and children you got to have that in you somehow i mean you got to have a walking on the water i'm a water walker you got to have that in you so that when the devil comes he doesn't just show up and says i'm setting the terms of this deal he just shows up and kind of sneaks around and tries to throw something at you and then run off into the woods because he can't face you straight up, straight on. You've got to have that in you. Don't think that what's happened this last year or two or five is peculiar or unique. He's still got every one of those weapons, and he is just looking for a strategic time to plant them against you and me. And we're not having any of it. I said we're not having any of it. Even President Reagan says the best deterrent is strength. I forget the quote on that, but the, you get the gist, is just be strong and nobody will bother you. So I said, yes, Lord, you've made in my weakness, you've been made strong. The Amplified says this: considered wholly joyful, my brethren. Whenever you're enveloped or in or encounter trials of any sort or fall into various temptations, be assured. Would y'all point to yourself with me and say, Be assured. That's that confidence, that conviction. Be assured that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play. Don't get in the flesh. Don't whine. Don't blame. Don't have an excuse. Don't cry. Don't try to get out of it. Win. Whip it. Stand until you win. Just stand. The Word of God. Just do like the Lord Jesus. How did he win? It is written. It is written. It is written. I win. And then he goes on, uh, have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed, with no defects, lacking in nothing. I'm telling you that lacking in nothing appeals to me. I want a life of peace, but it's not going to be by being passive or defensive or under the radar. It's going to be rising up in who He made me. I don't know why He made me and you, the head and not the tail, the righteousness of God in Him, blood-bought, peculiar, but that's who we are it's the truth it's reality if you go to your grave without knowing that you wasted a life and we're not wasting any more life we are the ones anybody can be but but we are the ones because we choose him thank you lord now i got to go to this one it's in matthew chapter 12 the truth is we don't even have bad days anymore i said you don't have bad days You have days where trouble comes and you meet them with faith. And you have days when no trouble comes and you live by faith. But every day is a good day. Every day is a good day. If you're born again and you're in faith, every day is a good day. I'm having a good day. Could you say that with me? I'm having a good day. Well, you don't know what's out there. Yeah, I do. In the world, you'll have tribulation. I'm having a good day. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm having a good day. People ask me, you know, because of this last week, they say, well, how are you doing? I'm having a good day. Amen. I'm having a good day. Well, look, but we, here we've got to be mindful. of This in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Um, just, a, just a little side note here. It says in chapter 12, verse 34, O generation of vipers. This was not his pen pal club. It was, uh, how can ye being evil? Now, the word evil there in this context actually means or can mean unbelieving. You know, if someone's not born again, they are evil, but but it's because they're unbelieving. But you can be born again and be unbelieving. You all know those people? I mean, they may believe they're going to heaven, but... So how can you, let's put that in there, being unbelieving, speak good things or speak believing things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So we have Christians that are saying or parroting good things, but there's not good in them to say those. So it has to be be on the teleprompter of their mind. They just have to kind of say things but it's not really down here where the mountain moving part is. You've got to pull this lever down here because this lever up here, it's the, the connecting rods off. <laughs> it doesn't pull anything. You pull it and you pull it. It's like when your clutch goes out in your car. You just, you keep going or the brake, you know, you just like, no, it's not going to stop. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and the And an evil or an unbelieving man out of the unbelieving treasure bringeth forth unbelieving things. Right? And so I say to you that every idle word that men shall speak, look, they shall give an account whereof in the day of judgment. So here's the key. We're going to give an account for every bad day we had. Oh, Lord, I'm having a bad day. Well, that just means... You don't believe? Is that true? I mean, am I if I'm I I'm making too big of a jump here to have a bad day? We're just not believing that greater is he that is in me. We're not believing that no weapon formed against me can prosper. Yeah, it's out there. It's it's uh it's it's formed, but it just, you know, arrows on my left side and my right side, but none of them hit me. Trouble's everywhere. And you can start, you know, getting under a rock saying, you know, What if one hits me? It can't hit me. Jesus disarmed principalities and powers and made a show of them openly. He disarmed him. They're not real. They're not real. You have power. The the word says that uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. So, praise God. So I put down here, we have to give an account for the lost days of crisis. You had a crisis? Crisis is, is relative. What some people would say, they're, you know, it's the worst day of their life, you and I wouldn't even flinch. You know, rich people, the joke is, as you know, rich people that are just having a meltdown looking for a bridge to jump off of because they're down to their last $100,000. What are we going to do? All is lost. Woe is me. And you're going, Really? 100000 I got $59 in the account, and I got to go to the grocery store this afternoon. I mean, it's... I've been there so many times. I've been there so many times where you had less than $100 in your account. I mean, I'm talking about in this lifetime. I'm talking about in this decade. Because you just live on the edge. Not because you just wanted to, but you just gave it when you got unction, and you just... Because God just always supplied. He, just, uh, he always met us. And so we never even thought about how close it was because we knew we'd never run out. And so you've got to have this, this I'm winning because victory gives you life. If you're not winning, even though you, you know your bills are paid and your kids are in school and, and nobody's real sick, you're not happy. And you're not going to do anything for the kingdom if you're not happy. You get happy by winning. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Now, I'm going to read this to you. This is in Galatians 3.27. It's in the Amplified. And uh, don't turn there, but it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ, into a spiritual union, communion, have put on, clothed yourself with Christ. So you can sort of take that verse. It's just easier to say. Put on the Lord Jesus. And that's what I want to encourage you to do this morning. I know we're all born again. I know he's in us. But here the verse says to put him on, like you're clothed. Put him on. You can go out in the winter without a coat, or you can put one on. You put him on. Put on the Lord Jesus. Not just Jesus. I'm my Savior. Put on the Lord Jesus, and you won't have troubles, Troubles will come and it'll anybody around you'll say, Look, Barry Melissa, Garland the net, that's trouble. They got trouble. And you'll go, What trouble? Oh, you're talking about this pesky gnat? You're talking about this little fly buzzing around? That's no trouble. No trouble. It's just no trouble. Because we're winning. You gotta win. And you can't do away with tribulation. So you gotta win you gotta whip tribulation. When it comes, you gotta recognize This is what you are. You are a worrisome. You are an anxious. You are a pest. But I have been invested with heaven. And you can't touch this. If you cry or whine, you're going to have trouble. And you're going to have wasted days. I've had a bunch of wasted days. I don't know if y'all have, but I've wasted a few in my past. Where I thought about stuff at night, couldn't sleep, because I was thinking about what the devil was proposing and offering. And I would think about it. That's a waste. So I got up the next day and I wasn't very well rested and I was cranky and I'd say something short to Debbie. And it's like, she didn't take much. You know, she she could give it as good as I gave it. And, uh, you know, like, what are you doing worrying about something? Not me. I'm faith man, said my head. Got to quit it. Stop it. You're not happy if you're not winning. So I'm saying today, and we're going to go have a victory lunch. This is what this is all about, that we've had our our least day. Say it with me. In the name of Jesus, you repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, I have had had my least day. Victory is mine All all the time. I am going over and never under, I am the head always, and never the tail, Jesus is greater than the trouble. Amen. I'm putting on the Lord Jesus today. I'm putting on the Lord Jesus today. It's nothing about me, there's nothing special about me or you. We're not special in ourselves, we're as ordinary as ordinary can be. There's no savants or geniuses or, or mathematical uh, uh, prodigies in here. There's no wealthy, I can term, you know, gold and pro- There's none of that in here. We're as ordinary, we're just a slice of humanity in here. But we've put on the Lord Jesus inside, which then punched our ticket to put him on the outside. We went into the inner room, and I said, I'm going to put him on. Uh, if I've cried, and I have, I'm through, I've did it, I've done, I'm finished. You ought to do the same thing. You ought to just say, enough of that mess. That's not blessing me, it's not helping me, and it's aggravating everybody around me. <laughs> ask him if it wasn't. Just ask him if I've been aggravating you, yes, and you wouldn't get in faith, you are just a pest. Please, please put on the Lord Jesus. Please be a Christian. Please believe the Word. Please rise up. That's what I'm asking you to do this morning. I don't know your situation. I'm certainly not addressing it because y'all have been marvelous in my eyes and just wonderful. But I will tell you, it's time to take more. And I'm ready to take more. Amen. Woohoo! So, you know, in the Old Testament, when they would win... They would sit down and have a feast. So I said, today's the day to go have a feast. And I'm so glad you came this morning. Aren't you glad you didn't lay in bed today? Hallelujah. Of course, you can go to the Cypress Inn anytime you want to, but at the end of your fine meal, they're going to come ask you to visit their cashier. (laughs) We're just so blessed around here. I'm telling you, we're so blessed. Most preachers wouldn't tell you they're blessed because they say, well, if you tell them that you're blessed, they'll they'll quit giving or whatever. You know, that's just not an issue here. This is the givenest bunch of people. This is the most faith people. We love God, love gives, and it's just a fact of who we are. And uh, I'm so excited to be associated with y'all. But this church is growing. I'm telling you, this church is growing. I am satisfied in my heart that, uh, that that it's never been heaven. It's always been just the growing pains of discovering who we were. It's We're different. We're just different, and uh, we're just going to put on who we are. There's all kinds. There's praying churches. There's evangelism churches. There's all sorts of churches. And whatever we are, that's who we're going to put on. We're going to put on the Lord Jesus. So would you stand up with me this morning, River Church? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Now let's just put on right now, just just for a moment. Let's just put on individual. You just you. Put on a personal victory in him. Don't say I'm going to get another job or I'm going to. Nothing about you. Nothing about you. We're going to put on the Lord Jesus. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're so you're an American and you're resourceful. In this land, you can't fail. But we're going to put on the Lord Jesus. I said, we're going to put on the Lord Jesus this morning. And victory is mine all the time. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we put off all defeat and the embarrassment and the shame of our past, whatever that may be, stuff that we just fouled it up, messed it up, just missed the mark, just stumbled and cried and wouldn't get up for a long time. But Lord, all that now, I draw a line in my life. Would you do that with me? We're just going to draw a line today. This is, this is August 20th, 2017, and we're going to draw a line in our spirit, man, from the past to the future. And we step over that line, and we're always winning from now on. It doesn't mean stuff won't come less. It may come more. But we are determined to win in the Lord Jesus. So, Lord, I just put my hand on my heart. I thank you right now for being more than enough for me. I thank you, Lord, that all things are working together. Even if they're working, they're working together for my good. I love you, Lord. And you said if I loved you and if I'm called, and Lord, we're called that all things would work together for good. I put on the good. Today I put on the good. I put all things working to the good. It's amazing good, Lord. Not just good, but an amazing good. And I give you glory in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now I want to remind you that your hands are healing hands. It doesn't have anything to do with what's happened in the last week or month or whatever. These are healing hands. Would you hold them up for me this morning? These are he- Say it with me. These are healing hands. The power of God. The power of God, say with me, the power of God in my life is released in these hands and the sick are healed and the dead are raised in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now point to your mouth and say, this mouth, I'm an oracle of God. I speak prophetically and I speak the words of faith and mountains are moved, situations are reversed, and futures are established according to these words. My words are spirit, and they are life, and they change the world. Amen. Amen. Well, y'all got it? Woo-hoo! Anybody need prayer this morning? We're going to put some Healing hands on you if you need prayer. Anybody, everybody, all right. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor Moss will be here Wednesday. Now you you have got wrong priorities. Let me just be so bold to say, if you think that anything on your Wednesday schedule is more important, that if you can't change your Wednesday schedule, then you need to come to my faith class. <laughs> I'm no seriously. He's really going to be good. I've we had Debbie and I had this all summer long when to put him in there, and he finally said he could. So I don't know what he's gonna do, you know, but he's gonna do something good. And he showed up. He showed up last Wednesday for that service. That was awesome. Well, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you in the name of Jesus. The people that know their God shall do exploits. Lord, we're thanking you for the exploits that need to be done, getting finished in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll.